Okay, let me just click. Got it. Okay. Hi, Sarita Saul. So nice to have you on Beneath the Waters today. Thank you for joining. Uh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Oh, I'm so glad. Uh, Sarita, you are an ancient shamanic healer and you work with, it sounds like, the quantum field, especially around meditation and healing. And sometimes I think you do personal readings. Yeah, I mean, basically, I'm trained in an ancient shamanic um, lineage called the Lyceum. And it was a shamanic lineage that was handed down from mouth to ear, woman to woman, since the dawn of time, basically. And so that's the main bulk of my training. But since I've done that training, I kind of, um, I guess, started to receive information from the quantum field and have kind of expanded and... I just kind of go where I'm led. So I do healings. I do a lot of meditation and ceremony for people. Obviously, loads of it has gone online in the last 18 months. And it's been extraordinary, actually, because when you remove physicality, um, (laughs) there's no limits. So that's been quite exciting to explore that. So I kind of do online retreats and I do personal mentoring and healing for people as well. So, yeah, that's what I do. Excellent, excellent. And I'm just so interested in that quantum healing. I, I did watch one of your videos that really set me on a path to going into the field. I love the way you put going into like the meditate, going into a meditative state until you feel like you're not separate anymore, and then yeah. asking to delete something from your ancestry or some lead something that you're trying to heal from it. I've been practicing that. <laughs> and I really actually, <laughs> right. I really love doing it. I do it a lot. And uh, I never, I think the way you explained it is when you're in that unity consciousness, that's when you do that. That was so powerful for me. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, is that we, we're only really on the cusp of understanding how extraordinarily powerful we are. And it's almost like every time I step into meditation as well I perceive something new and and what I try and teach is that this body vessel is holding the divine and actually everything that's out there is in a, is an illusion because it's all within you and you have this kind of multi-dimensional quantum field within you yes. which is connected to the without as well and actually when you use this I would call it a, a technology when you start to go inside um you realize that it's it's a bit like narnia the inside's bigger than the outside could ever be and and i think once we start to choose um to to affect change within our lives and within our bodies the choice is what does it so once you're in a kind of altered state and you've gone within and you've connected to that void which is what you're describing it's like the quantum field the within and the without the all that is once you've connected to that it holds all of the codes of the entire multiverse and then you just go okay I don't want that code anymore and I want this one because literally it's a free will universe and it's your choice that affects change it's just we never realized that because we were conditioned and taught that um you know, that we weren't powerful and that reality was outside of us and we have to um, disempower ourselves in order to survive, basically. So we've been really running on survival rather than creation. Yeah, and that's what we're seeing today, isn't it? That's exactly <laughs> where we are today. We're at that 
cross, we're at the cross or that choice point. Yeah. Continuing to, you know, have other or external, you know, any type of external thing, tell us how we're supposed to be or tell us how to heal or tell us what we're supposed to do. And now we're coming into our own power where we're starting to realize that, Hey, all of this stuff was just told to us and we've always had the power within. And one, I guess one of the greatest deceptions is that that's something we didn't know is that we can heal ourselves. Yeah. I think that's a, yeah, that's a massive deception, isn't it? And, and look what's playing out here. This is all about health. Yes. And the body and giving your body away to a power outside of you that knows better than you and doing things to your body through fear rather than coming into your innate sort of inner knowing and trusting the divine architecture of your body to get you through whatever is coming up. You know, it's like we've abdicated all responsibility for our actual bodies, which is the only things we come into this reality with, you know, (laughs) you know, what are you if you don't have your body? Yeah, it's mad. It's crazy. And do you think that that's what manifestation of the expert let me back up. I don't want to say that word. Do you think yeah, that's what the manifestation yeah. of the inoculation is all about? Do you think that's yeah. so that we can see it and we have that we have that choice. We start to come into that, you know, multi-dimensional aspect of ourselves where we realize, hey, you know, we're seeing all this stuff play out and we're seeing it's all been deception. We see it's all been programming. And when we have that ability to be aware and we recognize that. It's a huge leap away from that. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, never do yeah. that to my body, right? Yeah. When you're on that side of the fence. Yeah, you see, there's there are lots of people who aren't even necessarily on a, if they would call it a spiritual road, and mm. they, they have a deep knowing that they're not going near that thing. And they don't know why, they can't quantify it. Then there are obviously the truthers, and, you know, you would call them the light workers or people who are awake and they have a if you like a much clearer perception that there's something inherently wrong which with what's being forced upon us but yes we have manifested this because basically we're living in a holographic universe and we are a a choice point like you said it's like we're at a zero point where um we're moving into a new paradigm basically yes and you know, all of the ancient prophecies, no one would have ever foreseen it would have been around a virus and a jab. You know, that's basically what it's come down to. And you could never have predicted that. And I think had we been able to predict it, we wouldn't have been able to awaken through it with the kind of lightning speed that we're doing because we couldn't have perceived it. And but the whole thing is, is that this holographic reality that is playing out, we are the, um, we're the, we're the creators of that holograph. So everything that's coming up, the virus we created um, and, and, and its cure we created. And then the pressure of that cure and the pressure of the, um, uh, uh, I call it evil intent how you know the antithesis of what we are that pressure is is causing us to awaken even more and we created the pressure so that we would awaken it's it's like we're, we're doing all of it and um and you begin to perceive the incredible setup that we created for ourselves to awaken so it's like when you talk about the kind of um Wetiko mind virus that is kind of taking people over 
um there's a i don't know if you if you do you know about the Watiko mind virus have you heard about it I don't, but I'm putting some ideas in my mind about what it might be. Yeah, so <laughs> similar to mind so, control. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it is. It's mind control. So basically, when you're talking about the nefarious agenda, what they're doing is they're deliberately putting images and symbols in front of us, programming, propaganda, knowing full well that we are multidimensional creative beings. And they put that propaganda there. And what happens is we, as a collective en masse, begin to download the imagery so in, in the first place the virus mm -hmm. we begin to download it from if you like fourth dimension the fourth dimension into this reality till it becomes condensed manifested material form yes. so we downloaded that virus and we were being influenced by the nefarious agenda who know exactly what we are and how to place their mind control um within the field so that we download it but the interesting thing and you know, ancients have talked about the Watiko mind viruses. It has its own momentum and power and it grows and it self creates. And, yeah. but also within it, there's this mechanism where it becomes so dark and so pressured that it forces some of us to awaken up and out of that. So it's almost like we need the pressure to wake right. up and you can see that's happening now isn't it the pressure's getting so intense people are just well they like light bulbs are going on or off all over the place aren't they yes yeah absolutely and i like the way you put that um that you know that, that we have manifested this um it's interesting how it's been like it's been a deception as well because we've manifested it but we've done it through being deceived and the nefarious agenda or whoever's behind the nefarious agenda i don't know if we want to get into that they've understood frequency forever they've yeah. understood frequency so they've been at the, you know the top of the helm knowing exactly how to program us using frequency and now we have this virus and we have well we have this, let's say inoculation for the virus result of frequency is it not yeah, I mean, every, everything is energy. Everything is frequency. Um, and, I, and I think, I mean, basically, we've basically been asleep for thousands of years. And, and I think it's just horrifying for people to wake up to this. And I recently did a video about evil. It's like, it's, it's terrifying to wake up to the level of evil that has been playing out. But the fact of the matter is, because this is a free will universe, we have to accept responsibility. Okay, yes, they've coerced us, persuaded us, mind controlled us, manipulated us, but we've gone along with it. We were asleep at the wheel of our own reality. And, and I think it's very hard for people to wake up to the level of evil that has been going on. Um, but, and they know exactly what they're doing. Yes. They know they've known exactly how to keep us asleep. Yeah. And, you know, it is just like the Matrix film in a way. I mean, that's the best analogy because everybody's seen the Matrix film. It's not quite like that. Right. But, you know, literally there's a nefarious agenda who knows exactly what they're doing. And mm -hmm. we have this extraordinary infinite flame within us, which they are literally feeding off. And the only way they get in and do the mind control and persuade us to abdicate responsibility for our own bodies through things like this jab is through 
separation and fear. It creates holes within our, our you know, the energy, the biofield around our bodies, our aura, whatever you want to call that, and within our, our the physical vessel of our body, because we have this physical vessel, but it's housing our soul. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and the jab is is a real end game. And I know you particularly wanted to talk to me today about the jab, because what happens when you allow mind control in, for example, the only way it can get in has, is through fear and separation. So what's happened through the fear and separation is that trauma has basically, if you like, created a space within your body vessel. It's like you've had soul loss on some level. So in shamanic terms, we would call it soul loss. And it's when a piece of your soul leaves because there's so much trauma going on here, it doesn't want to be in there. But you could also just say it was a piece of your energy left. So now you have a gap within this body vessel. It's an empty gap, which means anything that comes along can just come in and fill it up. So you, you have this kind of, you know, everybody really has attachments and possessions all of the time. Unless you're very clean and clear, you know what you're doing, you can get rid of them. It's really, really common. So, but, but this is a deliberate attempt to create soul loss through trauma and look how much we're being traumatized so that they can come in. Now, what the jab is, is it's a manipulation of your DNA. Okay, your DNA is the blueprint or it's like the map, if you like, for your soul to come into this particular body. Everybody's is unique. Right. So that's how your soul knows how to come into the body vessel. So if you abdicate your body's DNA to something synthetic which is the same as everybody else's. So that's bang, your uniqueness is gone. (laughs) And that, yeah. So, and then, so basically it's changing the the map of you, your blueprint. Now that causes trauma on a soul level and your soul leaves. And now there's a big gap. Wow. And you're open to full, I would call it arconic possession. It's a full takeover of who you are and the soul can't get back in now if you don't want to have possession or attachments you have to be so full of the flame of your unique expression so authentic and in your free will you have to fill up your body vessel with that divine essence of who you are there's no gaps then nothing can come in and this is the battle we'll witness. This is the war we're watching playing out. It's a war on consciousness. It's a war for yes. the soul of humanity. Yeah. yeah, Amazing. I love that explanation because I think that a lot of people don't understand this on a spiritual level. Yeah. And, and obviously a lot of people think it is a medical procedure and it is about health. But even people who are awake that really understand the depth of how that is, it's an attack on our soul, it's an attack on our essence and who we are and our divine creation, right? Take our organic divinity of creation and make it into something artificial and controllable. Yeah, and also it's, the the other thing is, is that basically that, if you like, arconic 
takeover, which is like, you know, it's like an AI one dimensional um, force, um, which by its, because it's one dimensional, it's self-destructive by its nature. It's not like wrong or, you know, it's just following its own nature, which is self-destructive. And what it does is it needs the sort of flame of us, like a battery, if you like, mm. to live off. But it needs more and more and more. It just wants to upload more and more and more into itself. That's its only agenda is to take over things. So um, and it's very good at what it does and it knows exactly what it's doing and it knows how to get in. And that's what it does. And that's what, you know, it knows that when we're in fight or flight, we are, we're not, we're not inflamed with our own essence. We're, we're worrying and freaking out, thinking about mostly death, which is interesting because Mm -hmm. the death of the soul, it's like all of our stuff is coming, is coming up to be looked at basically, you know, because if you're scared of dying of COVID, then you're more likely to have the you know the medicalization and it's your fear of dying which actually causes you to have the biggest soul loss you could ever have yeah yeah absolutely yeah and um it's interesting how you say it's not it's not doing the wrong thing for it if you have an animal that eats another animal you're like oh that's so terrible yeah (laughs) but that's what it's doing to survive it's no it's no more than that it's not it's not emotional it doesn't have feeling but i think it's really interesting the way you describe that it needs our creative energy to eat off of yeah so so it's the predator of us (laughs) it is i mean this is the whole thing that i'm only just really waking up to in the last two years is that we are being preyed upon yeah and 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 if we're not careful well in fact actually i'll take that back but we we could have lost what we could have lost humanity basically but actually we've crossed the line now and it's it's fine you know it's it's all good and we're going to win but I think we've won already essentially that timeline is has kind of collapsed and it's a done deal enough people have woken up it's like because you know in the quantum field you know your 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 memories are not in your head they're in the quantum field we're a collective species So, you know, it's like when people have their insights and their inspirations, they're not they're not in their heads. They're downloading them from the quantum field. And so enough people now are awake that that the lights have gone on. And basically that darkness of that arconic force and that, you know, the Watiko mind virus and, and all of that and and the enslavement of humanity and the satanic um constructs mm. that underpin mm-hmm. our civilization, if you like, or this earth are being revealed and we are pushing them up and out with our light. It's a done deal. It's just now we have to go through the process of watching it go up and out. And anybody who has acquiesced um, themselves to that process is in danger of going up and out with them. That was my next question to you. Yeah. That was my next question is even if we have won this battle, as it plays out, we're still losing people. Yeah. Um, to death or injury or soul loss. And so that was my question is, is how do we, you know, it's, it's 
I guess it, most people would want to jump on. Okay, we won, we won, we won. That's great. Like no, it is great, and we and we don't want to be thinking that we want to be thinking that. And then how do we cope with that fallout as well at the same time? Yeah, you know. Um, I think the thing is, is that basically what I would say. First of all, I think a lot of people are going to be leaving this planet. We're going to witness a lot of people dying, okay? Because they have acquiesced themselves to this force or because um, they can't cope with the physical dem demands of the, if you like, the purge that we're in. And what I would say is, even if you've acquiesced your soul to this arconic force or your loved ones have, you know, traumatic and, and sad and all of those things as it is, at the end of the day, we are all simply evolving and get back to source consciousness at some point. It's evolution. You can't stop it. So what's happening is when those people have acquiesced themselves to the medicalization, they're either going to leave with that takeover, if you like, and then they will go through their cycles of evolution and karma and whatever they're doing until they get to a point where they're ready to move beyond it, like many of us are now. And they will ascend into a higher level of reality until eventually they get back to source consciousness. Mm -hmm. I also think what's happening and why I think a lot of people are dying from this medicalization is because that, if you like, upload, that synthetic artificial upload is so extreme in contrast to our organic nature that it just immediately kills people. Right, yeah. And, and the end game is not to kill us, they're trying to upload us. It's just, they're trying to upload the antithesis of themselves. It's not an easy process. And that's why we've seen <clears throat> extreme medicalization and extreme disempowerment in every system of, of, of on this earth over, well, as far as we can remember it, you know, a few hundred years, but it's actually been going on for thousands of years. All of the procedures and systems that we're looking at is designed to teach us how to acquiesce ourselves bit by bit by bit, so that when we had this download, this upload rather, we could cope with it and they could take us. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, totally. Because um, we we don't know another way. Exactly. We, but we, we feel another way. Another way. Yes. We feel another way, don't we? Yes. And so we're at that point right now, trying to create that other way. But we're not sure what. It, I mean, yes, we have some ideas, but we're not sure. This is all we've known. So yeah, absolutely. You can see how easy it is to to acquiesce their soul and i and i don't think they're thinking about it at all like that no they're right? not no they think they're, they're, they're coming from fear because they believe what they're being told coming from but the fear. other thing is is that that arconic upload has taught us to stay in fight or flight which is mm -hmm. if you like addicted to familiarity mm -hmm. being told what to do to have everything in boxes and you know all of that kind of stuff and it's the antithesis of our free will, instinctive, impulsive, creative, artistic nature, which is how we mold and, and, and create reality. So that's why so many people are also acquiescing because they just want to get back to the familiar. 
and they think this is the familiar and then the rest of us are going no even though we know that we might be you know we might not have access to food you know to, to anything that was familiar to us and how on earth are we going to survive but when you're truly a creative being when you're in your free will you don't know what the next moment is because you're in the present and we've got to learn how to do that yes yes <laughs> exactly and that's such yeah. an important point isn't it because most people aren't living in the present yeah they're creating well, they stories are now. in their mind they are yeah. now and yeah. and just the, that's one thing that this situation has done nobody can really plan for the future exactly so yeah, the worrying crazy, about the future is really narrowed down to the present yeah Although people, I mean, people are worrying because it's like, well, what yeah. on earth does the future hold? But you're right, because the rules are changing every like three days or something at the moment, or even daily. And so we're just being pushed from pillar to post, from pillar to post. And you either you either get pushed or you go within and you find your your anchor inside you, which is your present moment creative flame. And I think so many of us that are not acquiescing for whatever reason you know whether you're aware about the soul thing or whether you just feel it in your body they're being forced to go within each moment just to cope mm -hmm. yeah. yeah absolutely it has done that situation has forced people back to their inner self and yeah. and that is amazing and i think the thing that's hardest for people is of course the divide we're talking about which yeah. is that, you know, there's people here and there's people there and don't seem to get along. <laughs> it's not that they don't get along. I'm being funny. But what it is, is that there can't, there's, there's no middle ground to yeah. connect. There's a lot of disconnecting going, going on in families yeah. and friendships and things like that. And I guess that with what you're talking about, I'm kind of wondering now when you talk about, you know, people that are aware of creating a new reality that may have fallen into this deception what happens if they suddenly awaken and say yeah. oh my goodness this is not at all what i would have chosen to do how do those two groups blend together i think um i think there's there's got to be a lot of um compassion and help forthcoming basically and it's really tricky because there has been a huge, you know, obviously we've been taught to, to be divided, you know, black, white, you know, male, female, you know, the whole thing. And it, it's culminated in this. And the reason why this is so emotive is because whether you understand it or not, it's about your soul. So even if you don't even believe you have a soul on some level, level, it's super emotive for you because it feels like do or die because it is <laughs> so that's why it's really divisive because it's a huge thing and and i think also a lot of the people who are waking who are already awake and who are the star seeds or whatever probably had other incarnations where they were the witches or the hunted or whatever or they hunted them you know like there's probably been karmically a lot of similar setup which which I saw coming out in a lot of people at the, right at the beginning of this, where they could see what, a lot of the people who, if you like, had karmic set up for this, could see what was going on immediately, you know. So 
Um, so it's more emotive because you you immediately get the feelings of betrayal or all of those kind of things. So there's a lot of those feelings running through. And I think what we're looking at is a, a move into a paradigm which is heart centered. So those of us who are already awake, even though we are being, to all intents and purposes, hounded and persecuted again, okay, again. we have to <laughs> step up our game, step into our heart and find our compassion and our empathy truly for those who have perhaps made a mistake, because we've all made mistakes as well. This is just a big yes. <laughs> yeah. No, we haven't mistake. made any mistakes. <laughs> no, yeah, no, but I mean, you know, I've, I've made so many mistakes just in this lifetime. You know, I've hurt people. I've just done wrong stuff everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's how you learn. And this is just another mistake. And and I think we have to have compassion and empathy. And 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 we're a collective. That's also why it's so painful because we are witnessing a timeline reality split. We are witnessing a tear in the fabric of our collective reality it's literally being ripped apart it hurts you know whether you're aware of your six or seven cents or not you are feeling this on some level this tear and some people are choosing that way and then some people are not and then some people sort of don't know what they're doing but what I would say is we need to be able to step up our game and help these people. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. and they're still, we're still in that old thing where they're teaching us and we're teaching them. You know, that's always kind of going on. That's kind of evolution. And that's why I set up the healing circle, which obviously you know about, mm-hmm. trying to find ways to energetically and at a soul level assist people who have taken the medicalization because this is the biggest thing because the problem because everything comes from energy and frequency you know everything is materialized from that into this reality when you're trying to heal something like the medicalization really you've got to heal it at that level first um and obviously we already know of the physical issues you know we're talking millions of people have been damaged now that we know of yeah, you know, yeah. so the, the physical stuff we know about it to me, the important thing is the, the, the soul and the energetic stuff. How do you fix that when you've literally basically acquiesced your soul in what I would call at one level a satanic ritual sacrifice? Really? Yes, you sacrifice this is a yourself, cult, right? Yes, this cult is a ritual satanic sacrifice on yeah. a huge level. Oh, absolutely. I, I hundred. So it's like they went into a ceremony and like, you know, it was a ritual sacrifice, basically. And there's people are ritually sacrificing their children and stuff as well. It's, you know, it's a full on thing. So that's the stuff you have to claw back from. And the problem with it is the minute you acquiesce, there's a takeover beginning to happen of the archonic force so for some people it's an immediate full-on takeover there's no coming back because they're not even there anymore and for some people it's happening incrementally and some people have already incrementally got to a stage where you can't even tell the difference because they were already quite they're they're already you know what i mean they're already halfway there and so if you've had the medicalization and, and I've spoken to people who've had the medicalization and they're aware there's consciousness in their body trying to take them over. And they're self-aware enough that they're 
they're they're pushing they're fighting with it basically but they can't quite push out on their own because this is a huge force yes this this is big you know and there are some people who are powerful but who are powerful enough to do it on their own but if they're powerful enough to do it on their own they wouldn't have taken it in the first place right so i think these That's... other people need kind of collective help and 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 that's and I do believe it's possible to claw but what you're what you're clawing back is your free will you're literally fighting the demon mm -hmm. it's like David and Goliath and you that's... can win but it's a hell of a fight but I, it is possible to win and I believe you can claw back your free will if the takeover is gradual but I think we need to help people who want to do it yeah absolutely isn't it ironic that this archonic force has been attacking our compassion and empathy, saying, you know, do this for your neighbor, do this for your grandmother, do this for your, you know, do this for someone else. Yeah. And it's a complete inversion of the compassion we're holding now on this side, just being ready to try to understand what's happened and help people. Yeah. Um, have awakened to this. It's, yeah, well, that's this is the whole thing is everything is an inversion. Yes. And when you're talking about love, true love is when you love yourself truly. You would never abdicate anything within yourself for someone else if it wasn't your highest due to do it, highest joy to do it. So you would never abdicate anything to be virtuous, to care what somebody else thought or you would never sacrifice yourself for someone else. That is not love. That is the inversion of love. And, and they're clever because the whole, the whole reality is inverted and we've allowed it. And that's why it's, you know, they're getting away with it. And that's why the virtue signaling is so intense because people are embedded in the inversion of the truth. You couldn't have said that any better and just you know just making us believe that to think about yourself in that way is selfish is one example and yeah. so people are like that's selfish if you don't do this for someone else yeah it's i mean it's a form of insanity and as you know just on a day-to-day -day level if you love yourself you have time and energy and space for other people but all those people who don't love themselves they're difficult to be around because they suck your energy and they take from you and they demand and they you know what I mean so yeah. just on the basic level you know psychological levels people who love themselves have more to give your mm -hmm. heart is open so your energy field is open and you're giving more yeah I think that's another misconception in our in our world too is that you should help somebody else before yourself in the sense that not not having the awareness that when you help yourself is when you help everybody else. Everybody Absolutely. else gets better around you <laughs> when you help and love yourself. Absolutely. And the other thing is, of yeah, you, we're, you, we're, you. yeah, well, you're a quantum being. So when you're in love, you're literally beaming that out into the reality. And the reason we're at this phase is because enough people did their inner work that light was literally beaming from our beings. We're made of light. Our cells are made of light. We're beaming light, and that's illuminating the darkness. And my God, it's been murky. And we have to all take responsibility for looking the other way for so long. Yes, it's very murky. And you said something earlier. Um, you said, you know, this is we, we've been we've been part of the ceremony, but we didn't know it. 
We've been witnessing permissioning. You know, it's interesting even looking back at the 2012 London Olympics. I don't know if you've ever looked at that. I have. Oh my goodness. It's just like, <laughs> okay, here's what we're going to do to I you know. guys right there. Okay. Well, yeah, we, that was an interesting show. <laughs> but that's, right? that really that explains to you the free will because yeah. they know they can't override free will. It's all illusion and mind control and manipulation and then we see those things subliminally and we start to begin to download them from the quantum field it's just so clever and if and if people knew how weak they were they have no power to create anything this is the really another inversion another inversion <laughs> we think that the illuminati or the cabal or you know the shadow controllers or the archonic or the satanic we think they're all powerful satanism is the most weakling thing in the universe they literally have to take our bodies and sacrifice them to get a drop of energy to do something with yeah yeah they have oh. nothing yes and yet and here we are still fighting this as if they have all the power for sure um, and that leads me to what you said before, which I wanted to ask you is when you said even, you know, we even have parents offering up their children, obviously not on purpose that are not awakened to what's happening. Um, what do you have any, um, do you have any thoughts or suggestions for people who let's say a parent is awake, but the child isn't awake? And their child is in this whole, I got to do it because all my friends did it. I got to do it to go to school. I got to do it. What does a parent in that situation do? It's, you know, it's really tricky to offer advice in that kind of scenario because everyone is so unique and different. And, you know, I've been going through it as well. I've got kids. Mine, luckily, are awake enough that they won't do it. But I've and, and it's the hardest job in the world being a parent. And it's frankly the hardest job in the world being a child to, to other parents. You know, all of those kind of relationships are tricky. But what I would say is the only thing advice that I feel that it's OK to give mm -hmm. is to say, if you are absolutely authentic in yourself. That's the most um that's the most important thing you can ever do for one of your children is to or you know your children or even your parents is to be absolutely yourself and not be ashamed of who you are and to try and speak your truth not project your shit which is obviously difficult um you know sometimes in you know motive situations yes. but not to project to to to, to just be really authentic and real as much as you can. And then you become a living example for people because the most anyone can do, bearing in mind reality is coming from within you. You know, you're literally a living projector of this holographic, holographic field is to have that projection coming from authenticity. And so, you know, my children and my husband don't necessarily agree. Well, they certainly don't agree with everything I think. And they think I'm barking mad in some instances and in some they don't. But what I what I do have from them is is respect because I'm who I am and I respect who they are. You know what I mean? And obviously I do try and give them information and influence them and, you know, say, look at this and consider this or whatever, which is what all parents do. But at the end of the day, the only thing anyone can do is be themselves. Yeah. And the other problem is and this is also tricky as a parent is. 
and I've struggled with this too, because when you can see something clearly and your children can't, you then want to impose that on them. And the minute you do that, mm-hmm. you're working for the other team. Mm. <laughs> you're not working for the free will creative human beings. And that's right. really tough as well. How do you protect, protect your children in this kind of scenario without imposing control on them? So it's a very fine line, isn't it? It's like the difference between boundaries and control. We all have to muddle through and work out what they are. But I would just say authenticity is the name of the game. And also to remember that whether people are born after you or before you, everybody is at different levels of their own evolution. We always think people are at the same level as us and they should get what we get. But they just don't because nobody is at the same level. We're all unique. Right. I think that's great advice. And um, is that one of the reasons, Sarita, you feel that people, some people see this, some people are awakened to it, some people aren't because they're on a different soul trajectory or a different uh, spiritual evolution? Like a different yeah, I, exactly. I think, yeah, I think that's exactly it. And I also think there's a lot of other stuff going on our planet that we were only just, you know, I'm only just beginning to work out now. For example, I think there are a lot of people on this planet that are not human. You know, I'm just beginning to see that now. And I'm also seeing that that arconic force doesn't necessarily just take you over. It comes through and tries to take over other people. That's something that I'm beginning to see now as well. So it literally (laughs) uses some people as a portal. And so there's, there's so much, everybody's at different stages of evolution. They're all different species on this planet. Some people have been taken over already. Some are on their way. Some will never be. There's such a huge, and and goodness knows what I'll realize in six months from now. Because every day there's something, <laughs> something new. Like what more? You know. So it's like when you wake up, you start. When you start to really wake up, it's just an extraordinary process because. Mm-hmm. It is like being in a sci-fi film. <laughs> well, absolutely. And you think you've awakened to something and then you're like, oh, wow, that was just a little piece. Yeah. Now there's a bigger piece. Oh, wow. There's a huge piece under that. Oh, wow. There's yeah. like, that's what you said. That's a huge piece to wake up and realize, hey, we haven't always just been human on the planet. And uh, the yeah, portals yeah. and the... And I wanted to ask you because I what popped into my mind when you said that um, using a body vessel to influence another person. Is this at all what the shedding aspect is about? Um, not different. No. Yeah, no, well, different. shedding is a physical thing, but shedding is quite an interesting topic. But basically, no, no, I mean, you could call it energetic shedding if you like, but it is, it's more like a takeover. Right. And in the healer circle, actually, one of the healers was describing this, that whenever they go near someone who's vaccinated, it takes them like three days to come back to their equilibrium and to feel themselves again, because we're energetic beings and we are always entangling. You know, our energy fields right now are having a whole conversation. Mm -hmm. And so are our energy fields having a conversation with everybody who's listening to this right now. It's light frequency information and we're affecting one another all of the time. It's quantum entanglement and not just in this universe, but you know goodness knows where our quantum particles are simultaneously out of linear space and time do you know what I mean yes so there's that aspect going on but with shedding um 
Well, with all disease, all disease comes from energy, basically. And so what really is happening with disease or even with the virus is you're, you're entangling this. You can't catch a virus. Like physically, you can't catch a virus. Go and look, study science, and you will see they've never proven that you can catch any virus. Right, right. Right. Not so that's on a virus. physical level. Yeah. So yeah. how is it that people are getting sick? Okay, everyone yeah. goes, oh, of course you can get, you know, because what happens is you come into somebody's energy field and you're picking up information from them subliminally and unconsciously and energetically. Mm. And then if you are on a similar frequency to that person, that person's feeling, you know, some symptoms and you're on a similar frequency because we're a collective species and you're an empathic being and if you're not well boundaried and you're not sovereign you will pick up that stuff and begin to if you like download it and squish that energy so it's condensed till it becomes materialized in your body vessel that is what's happening but if you are sovereign and boundaried and you are you've done enough inner work that you have access to your six and seven senses your sixth sense everybody knows what that is your seventh sense is the void basically is the quantum mm. field if you like because uh, we are the quantum field so when you have access to that you can feel that something's off immediately before it manifests physically and then you adjust yourself accordingly so if i feel like i'm getting sick I'll sit in meditation and I will delete it. Mm -hmm. What we were talking I mean, about. I mean, I haven't had now. a cold for, I don't know, four years now or something. Wow. That's a long I just, time. <laughs> I don't want to have a cold. So I'm, I'm aware, you know, and I do look after my body. But if I feel like I'm getting a sore throat, generally, if I feel like I'm getting a sore throat, I'm getting a signal that's energetic. Yes. And then I'll just delete it on the energy level and it will never manifest as anything right because like when i go near somebody i can feel physically what's wrong with them i feel it in my own body that's a great explanation and i and i'm wondering how does that um so the you know the latest information about the graphene oxide and it changing the molecular structure of the cell in yeah. a vibratory way right that in tandem with the 5g bandwidth the electromagnetic frequency and excite the molecules or excite the cell to such a degree that it's now this is this is the latest I've heard that your blood can become bioluminescent yeah. as if it's being prepared for scanning. Yeah, that would a make supercomputer yeah. system. Yeah. Titled Beast. <laughs> B-E-A-S-T. There's yeah. no surprise there. So 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 what you're describing sounds like kind of more of a, let's see if I have this right, more of an organic way of kind of getting, you know, sort of going off kilter by somebody else, matching somebody else's frequency. So with this, the graphene oxide, be like an artificial way of doing that because it's a manipulation of frequency. Yeah, I mean, I think this, the, the thing is, is that they're, they're manipulating frequency on all levels. So they're doing it physically right, with the graphene oxide, then they're doing it, they're, they're manipulating the energy of your biofield, the frequency of it. Um, and they're obviously manipulating the, the, the mind and the, the, the pictures that you're receiving as well. So they're just doing it on all of those levels. But actually, 
if you are sovereign, if you are fully in your body vessel, you are less likely to be affected. And it's the same with shedding because so what happened to me is I live in rural France, Mm. you know, I go to the supermarket to get food, but basically I'm pretty much very rural, don't see that many people. I mean, I see who I want to see, but so I wasn't really around vaccinated people in January. But in January, I started to get the shedding symptoms. Mm. So, you know, weird periods and stuff going on. And I was just like, I don't, what's, I don't understand what's going on because shedding wasn't a thing then. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, was I knew there was something yes. weird going on with my body, right? So I sat and observed it or whatever. And after a bit, the shedding thing came to light and I was like, oh my, oh my God, I'm picking up shedding. I'm picking up from, from people who I'm not even in the vicinity of because we are entangled beings. And what I noticed was after, so the minute I knew that, I knew what I was dealing with and then I started to work with it energetically and physically Mm-hmm. you know um and what i what's happened now is our bodies are so clever our biofields are so clever that i can go and walk amongst loads of vaccinated people now and i don't i'm it's like my biofield is automatically adjusted like your body would adjust to toxins yeah you know how if you've got alcoholics they drink and then you need more drink to get drunk and then more because your body knows what it's doing it's constantly clearing you out it's the most extraordinary vessel and right. i think it's it's the same thing here but the problem with what you're describing is they've acquiesced their body mm-hmm. so it's a lot harder for them to go back to the energy level and fix it so you know i would say to anyone who's taken um the the thing that that that, that they need to work on all levels they would have to work on the physical level to detox the mental level to detox, the emotional level to detox and the energetic and the soul level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's like a full on thing. Whereas actually, if you're in your sovereign power, you can do a lot of this work just on the energetic level. Right, right. Do you think, Sarita, that there's any quantum technologies coming that can help with this reversal as well? Um, I think there's probably a lot of technologies on this planet already, but I don't know about them. And obviously I've, I've, you know, watched different videos and heard stuff and, you know, the med beds and all of that. I don't really know much about it because what I truly believe is the real technology that's coming is consciousness technology. And I've been teaching this for a year on my YouTube channel and I kind of received some information and basically it's it's because everything is consciousness and everything is energy it seems logical to me that at some point we would build stuff from consciousness and i'm pretty sure from listening to people like stephen greer or even from my own perception of what things that are going on you know spaceships real spaceships are made from plasma and they stay in plasmic form now, plasma is very close. You know, it's um, if you're looking at it in terms of frequency and vibration, it's vibrating much faster and lighter than material stuff. Do you know what I mean? And so, and 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 as far as I'm aware, other off-world species are building their alien craft through consciousness technology. They get a group of people 
who know how to work with energy and consciousness, and they literally form stuff out of plasma. Because that's what we're doing. We think yes. this is solid, but it isn't. And we do it without even thinking about it. Right. We're creating our reality all the time. Yeah. And it looks solid. It feels solid. Yes. So what would happen if we could all get together and consciously build stuff together? And, and I've started doing consciousness technology and I'm teaching it to people. Mm-hmm. And it's OK. We haven't materialized objects yet. We're using it to change, if you like things within our bodies or stuff that we see playing out on earth that we want to heal but it feels extraordinarily powerful like we're learning to expand our biofields you know the electromagnetic field around your body which they've measured and photographed it's a thing we're learning to expand those and um overlap and entangle them with one another to create a unified field and then we build from within that. And, and it just feels, you can feel the power of it. Yeah. So I think that's where the technology is going. I don't know how many, you know, years yeah. away we are, but things are moving pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. We have to understand that we're energy in motion and we're not physical first. <laughs> this is exactly. And it's just so yeah. hard for us to, I mean, I, understand, I I get this and I still find it hard to grasp and I can't mold matter yes yet well sometimes i can but i mean i can manifest very easily and quickly now like super quickly sometimes instantly but i haven't yet managed to materialize an object in my hand but other people can on this planet right yeah very exciting yeah very exciting i like that you know we're talking about technology but we're talking in general about artificial intelligence but we're talking about quantum technology and consciousness technology those are words that are new you know to think of consciousness yes but as a technology yeah as something that's advanced for us that evolves for us that we just have not been thinking about yeah and i think the other the other yeah it's exciting and the other thing that's sort of coming um the information that's coming towards me if you like as i expand my awareness is our entire universe is an artificial intelligence that we are enmeshed in if you like imprisoned in and and if you think about it look at the zeros and ones and the patterns that everything is made out of why is it like that yes and 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 i'm and i'm beginning to perceive that that is in fact what this reality is. It's an artificial intelligence. And then we are these extraordinary, organic, multi-dimensional beings within it. And it's, again, it's another rub, it's a pressure. And there's something happening where we're about to kind of burst up and out of that into a new paradigm of realization and living creativity. Yeah, absolutely. It makes me think of it makes me think of biblical. It makes me think of, you know, we think we were born into heaven and we want to stay there, but really were we born into hell and we need to find our way out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We need to find our way out. And that's whether you call it that or you call it consciousness and source. Um, it is that. It is preserving that within you, that flame within you. Yeah, the way out is through. Yes. You. Yes. The way out is <laughs> through. Yeah. Yes. Because that's the other thing we've been conditioned and taught, that the way out is there. And it's not. It's here. 
Right. It's another inversion. It's another inversion. Yes. We have so much to wake up to and it's, mm. it's fascinating. It's fearful. It's exciting. It's all of these different emotions. Um, it is certainly exciting. I mean, every day is a learning experience. And yeah, day, it really I mean, is. when I think before, you know, you're doing the same thing all the time, wondering, okay, well, something will change at some point. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Now the whole world changed. And we're like, whoa. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I remember the day. It's like the day that some big event happened. And you remember where you were, what time. I remember, you know, going into work that day and being told after this, we're closing down. There's a virus. And it's like, and then nothing has ever been the same again. Yeah. And it's just like, there's no like preparation for that in any way. It was a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> a weekend or something no it was a tuesday it's just like oh yeah. this is the tuesday when the world changes <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's yeah it's it's been a wild ride but i'm actually feeling really really positive and obviously like like everyone i've gone through the ups the downs the fear the anger the despair the da -da -da -da. Yes. and now i really feel it's funny it's like now we're getting to the point where it's really, you know, we keep thinking it can't get any more intense, but it really is getting intense now. Oh, yeah. Um, that intensity is somehow it beginning to excite me because the veils are off now. I'm not some weird lone voice. <laughs> yes. There are millions of us now. <laughs> yeah. Intensity is so much that we have no choice now but to start creating. We, we, there is no other way now. No, there's okay. just no other way. And that that's really exciting. It's really exciting. So it's so exciting. It's only even the last few days. Yeah. The COVID no. narrative is shattering. Yeah. COVID proof and the virus proof is shattering. And also they're not even pretending that it's about our health anymore. They're just they're just like, right, we're gonna control you. Everyone has to be digital. I mean, they're just not even pretending, which is why so many medicalized people are waking up now as well, because that whole veil came off that right. they care about your health. This is not about health. It never was. And now they, you know, they've given up. And it's interesting, you know, they and they've all given up all around the world in the same 10 day period. Right. And um, yeah, I mean. And, and so what to me, it feels like they're desperate and it also feels like they're. I don't know, I'm trying to think I'm trying to think it's, it's like they believe that they can win now and they don't even need to bother to pretend. And that is going to be the thing that finally pushes them out. They're like so they're inverted within themselves. They can't see what's really going on because they've been living in an inversion and the whole thing's flipped and now they don't really know what's going on anymore. Yeah. Wow. Never They're trapped by their own inversion. Yes. Which is quite interesting. Yeah. Yes. Trapped yeah. by their own plan. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Well, Sarita, I thank you for this hour of just so much information. That's really, really exciting and interesting. And, and I think um, that people will get a lot out of, to really hear from this perspective what's going on because people are hearing about all the physical things yeah to really hear the spiritual wisdom that you have to share has been really amazing and enlightening so thank you very much for doing this today 
Thank you very much for, ha for having me. It was a pleasure. And it's really absolutely. good to share this information. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Where can people find you, Sarita, if they're looking for you? Um, they can go to my soul, my website, which is soulhenge.com. Um, I can give you the, the details. And I'm just starting a new initiative, actually, which is called Tribe or One. It's by donation. doesn't matter whether you've got a pound or just, you know, you just join. And what we're doing is we're, we're coming together every single day to meditate so that we can start, you know, having that anchor within us, no matter how crazy and chaotic <laughs> it gets in the outside world. Yeah. And, you know, there are people from all over the world, and I'm hoping it's going to be a really beautiful experience. So, yeah, if you feel called, join us at Tribal One. It's going to be good. Amazing. Amazing. I love that concept. Well, thank you so much, Sarita. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you.